0: What I want to talk about today is a couple of things I've learned in in my work life, and I think that um, i found that um, people who don't work actually are quite busy, and they do things quite regularly, and it's quite like work, isn't it, but you don't get paid. So actually, what what I hope to say today, um, which I'm hoping is is a message from the Lord as well, um, is for you as well. Um, if I can tell you a little bit of, of, of background, um, I'm, I'm an engineer by training, um, and I got into engineering um, in my early 20s, and I seem to have been working for years and years, all my life. And from time to time, at, at, um, you know, when you go on these retreats and, and uh, various church camps and things like that, and, and you pray and you think... Oh, could go to Africa and could do all this, and, and wouldn't be, wouldn't that be lovely? And every time the Lord said, no, I want you in work, and and so I've tried to escape quite a few times, but I've ended up feeling that my calling is actually to go to work. Um, so what? <laughs> so what I wanted to do today was to sort of share something of that with you uh, in terms of how that works with faith, um, because. I don't know about you, um, uh, those that work and those that don't work, but you have all sorts of days, don't you? You have good days and you have bad days. Quite often you have more bad days than good days. And, and the sorts of bad days that you can have are, um, quite often I've had days where I just don't know what to do. So you're faced with something that you need to achieve during that day and you just don't know how you're going to do it. Uh, uh, some people are faced with being so bored, mindlessly bored with what they have to do during the day, that that's a problem as well. Uh, A very common one is having a boss that you can't stand. uh, And I found that the answer to that one is to be the boss yourself. (laughs) Um, And and those that don't work actually are are in that fortunate camp. Um, Very often I found that another problem in work is um, that your performance isn't right. Whatever you do isn't satisfactory for whoever you're doing it for. Um, and, and however well-meaning you are, it's always a problem to try and get the performance right and to do what you need to do. Um, sometimes you're faced with making very hard decisions. I know in business sometimes when um, you know the sales line doesn't balance and, and and you you don't make enough money, you either end up going bust with the bank shouting at you, uh, or you do something else. And some of those decisions are very hard, and and and, and we talk, we call it restructuring and, and, and things like that. Um, but effectively, it means making decisions with people's lives, and, and, and that's pretty hard as well. Um, there's Sometimes people are faced with hurtful colleagues, colleagues that are very difficult to get on with, and however um, y- y- you, know, you feel um, in, the, in the morning that, that, that you want to be nice to them, it's very difficult during the day, and, and, and they find all sorts of deliberate ways to make it hard for you. Um, and another sort of bad day that you can have is being sacked um, it, you know that isn't generally speaking a, a, a good day and, and I faced all of those things and, um, and so I want to share two things that I've learned relating to those things with you today um, so the two things that I've learned is one put Jesus in charge of your day to day life that's the first thing and the second thing, is just as important. Put Jesus in charge of your future. So two things. So the first thing then, how do you put Jesus in charge of your day-to-day when you when you're faced with days like those? And I'm sure you could all share those that work, those that don't work. Can share lots of other examples of days that are actually, you know, worse than that. Um, but but I wanted to just tell you quickly about Moses having a quite a bad day. Um, he's Had quite a tough time with the Pharaoh, and and there's been lots of things going on. You know, there's been frogs, and there's been all sorts that the Lord sent, and and Moses hasn't enjoyed a lot of that stuff because he's been, you know, forced in between God, the Pharaoh, his people complaining, and everything else. It's been pretty tough for him. But one of his particularly tough days was once he'd um, left. Um, Actually, the Pharaoh said, "Right, go." you know, the, the Lord had just killed all the firstborn and God said, go, uh, sorry, Pharaoh said, go now and take all your people with you and all everything else. So, you know, you'd think that would be a pretty good day and Moses actually did go and, and he'd achieved his objective. He'd achieved what God had told him to do and he was leaving in the wilderness. And he was heading towards um, safety and God said, actually turn around and go and camp there. And Moses said, Well, you know, there's a Red Sea there and there's Egypt there, sort of where you can still see us. Uh, is that a good idea, Lord? The Lord said, Camp there. So then, um, <laughs> so Moses camped there. And the Egyptians saw the children of Israel camped there and said, Actually, they seem to have made a wrong turning. They seem to be there. Let's get after them. So the, sh- the, the Pharaoh picked all his best chariots, 600 chariots and his best fighting men and said, let's go for it, uh, people. Let's, let's go and get the Israelites and bring them back again. Um, so so, the, um, so what happened then was, what does Moses do? He's got his people clamoring to say, actually, we should have stayed in Egypt. This is pretty bad. You've, you've led us out of Egypt, you haven't done it very well. Uh, there's the Red Sea there. What are you going to do, Moses? Um, so, you know, I don't know if you ha- you've had a day like that, but I think Moses was probably having a pretty, good, a, a pretty bad day. And in Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, um, Moses answered the people. And what did he say? He said, do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance of the Lord. You will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. Egypt, the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Now, did Moses actually know what was going to happen? I, I wonder if he did or not. Um, but he, he had absolute faith in God on his bad day. And he was, um, through the Holy Spirit, I think, um, motivated to say, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. And you know what? For, I don't know, 25 years, since learning that scripture, that has been my plan B for a bad day. <laughs> whatever whatever can be thrown upon you, oh, thank you, yes. Whatever whatever comes to pass, I always have in my kit bag that scripture that says, stand firm, the Lord will bring you deliverance today. N- nothing can be as bad as that, surely. Um, and then Paul had some advice as well. In Colossians 3.15, um, in Colossians 3:15, um, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as, mem- since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. No, <laughs> soon. I'm sure. Yeah. So let the peace of let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. This is my scripture number two. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. So, if you're having uh, any day at all, you should pray. How much should you pray? You should pray as much until peace comes into your hearts. That's what you're called to do. That's what I'm called to do at work. I should have peace in my heart. Um, so how much should I pray? I pray until I'm peaceful. So how much did Moses pray that day? He prayed until he had peace and he was able to say, through the Holy Spirit, stand firm. And... Um, I always find it useful to pray each day before work. Sometimes I have days where I I think, oh, it's a Friday, I I know what's going to happen, I've got no meetings today, it's going to be a fairly steady day, and and I don't pray, and I have a terrible day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But if you remember to pray first and ask the Lord into your day, I usually find that the problems I have um, sort of melt away, that that things just happen, things are different, you feel differently about it. I think this thing about peace is very important as well, um, because you should pray until you get peace. Why is that? Why does the Lord want you to be peaceful? And, and it's so crucial, I think, in, in, in any type of life, uh, working life or whatever life, you should have peace, because if you've not got peace, then you're concerned about your own situations, you're concerned about your own thing, and you haven't got the capacity, the mental capacity or the, or the spiritual capacity to cope with anything else around you. If you've got peace, you know the work's going to get done. You know the Red Sea's going to open before you. You can then have time to think about other people. You've actually got time. You just put that aside and say, "Yeah, I'm, that's going to be sorted out." Um, somebody says to you, "Oh, I feel really ill." You can you can take it in. If you're having a really bad day, you're so uptight that you can't sort of cope with that. And somebody says to you, "I feel really ill." Oh yes. You know, and, and, and you're just sort of being very superficial with people. If you have peace, that's where God wants you because He can start using you. He can help you to listen to people, He can help you to sort of have the capacity to pray into other situations because your own situation is fine. Um and that's where He wants you to be. So put God in charge of you day to day. Um Question is does God want me to be in my current job? It, it is horrible, you might be saying. I, actually, I don't say that at the moment, Or although I have done in the past. Does job, God want me to be in my current job? I don't want to be there. I want something else. Um, the answer is, yes, he does. God wants you exactly where you are now. Now, sometimes he's got a plan to move it somewhere else, but if you think to yourself, I'll do what God wants me to do, when he moves me to the next thing, that's the wrong idea. God wants you to be where you are today. Today is exactly where he wants you to be. Sometimes he'll transform that into the next thing, and sometimes he won't. Um, But if you're you're in charge of your day-to-day anyway, sorry, if he's in charge of your day-to-day and you have peace, it's less important than you were thinking when you didn't have peace, if you see what I mean. Um, So... He wants you where you are, but what if you want something else? What if you really want to do something else? Um, if you feel that the you know you, you don't like your boss, if you feel that actually the job that you're doing is something um, that is not good enough for you, you could do something else, or you really feel called to do something else, what should you do about it? I think the answer is simple. You should pray and wait patiently until he opens away. In the meantime... If he's in charge of you day to day, you're going to have peace anyway. It's going to feel a lot better and you can start doing things for him um, anyway in where you are. But he knows about where you are and if it's not good for you, he knows about that too. And um, in my experience, I know that when I've been patient, he's opened the way. The the reason that Sue and I are are in the South Coast and we talk with a a, Midlands Northern accent is that the Lord moved us into the South. We we were... um, You know, I was waiting for the next thing, but patiently waiting and asking the Lord to open a way if He wanted to. Um, And He did, and that's why we're here. So, two things to remember very simple, really. Put Jesus in charge of your day to day, put Jesus in charge of your future. Thank you.